Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Wherever you are in the world. By the way, we're recording this always fresh because people think we have this like recorded. Yeah, they think the intro like good morning, good afternoon. My name is. Let's do it again just to prove that mm -hmm. we always record it from the beginning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. My name is Steve. My name is Cass. And welcome to the Fun Road. See? Yeah, we can do it on the spot every time. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. <laughs> and we, you know, we never really thought about it. This has kind of grown that yeah. intro from. Well, we okay, like it. so and Brian. People do it all the time. They say good morning, good yeah. evening. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brian, when we were doing our special episode, he said, Do we need to do that? And I was like, uh, what, excuse me. What? That? Yeah, Good we're morning. doing the intro. Do it or you're off this podcast. Oh, when you were recording yeah, with him. Yeah. He didn't want to do good morning, good evening, good night. Well, no. he said, are we doing that? And I'm uh, like, uh, uh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. It just, yeah, I got a funny? flashback. Oh, now I remember. Do you know Will and Grace? Jack. You know Jack? Oh, yes, of course. He was interviewed by Ellen. And in the interview... Oh. He was, Hilarious. he had like a, an operation. Yeah. So he was like taking a lot of medication and drugs and during. And he was talking yeah. so fast on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and uh, all of the interview. sudden, all of the sudden he gets a phone call while he's on medication by Ellen or the producer of Ellen saying, you have to be on the show. And it's this Monday. It's like in two days. So he puts the phone down and his husband says, I, you can't do that. You're just out of surgery. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's this Monday. I mean, are you high? And he goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> and that was kind of like the same. Yeah. Are we doing the intro? Uh, uh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so We're not going to change it. that. Yeah. Huh? And that's when he was like, and I'm Steve. No, I'm not Steve. I'm Brian. <laughs> and did he do it that? was so like natural. That? Yep. Yeah. Oh, anyway, welcome to the fun road. I'm sorry for the long introduction every single time. I'm not. I mean, if you want, you know that from now on that actually the useful information on our podcast is about 10 minutes. <laughs> the 10 minutes before, the 10 minutes after is just a little bit intro and outro, but that is part of our personality and we ain't going to change for nobody. That's right. And neither should you. You're exactly beautiful the way you are. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, and the people who don't want to accept that for... Aren't your people. Who, yeah, is somebody banging on the wall mm -hmm. saying that we're... Bang, bang, jigging a shrimp. We're too loud. I mean, mm -hmm. it's 7 a.m. in the morning. We already recorded a podcast. I drank my coffee. We are already in our gym wear. Yeah. And let me tell you why. Because you like it. <laughs> well, let me tell you why. Because we said we're going to the gym. We might change our thoughts yeah, about we might that change our mind. so we're not going to do that change our mind we're going to put our gym clothes record a podcast and after that we're going straight to the gym yeah because i can't i'm already here i'm not going to undress out of my gym clothes without doing a proper workout no, no exactly so anyway welcome to the fun road this podcast is all about tricks and tips about daily life gain confidence be exactly who you are and proud of it and that is going to be the topic of today nope no next time well next yeah no we can talk about that as well being proud of who you are because this is also something about but what is the topic of the day <laughs> today we're going to dive in a little bit more to communication so mm -hmm. last week we talked about quality connecting with people asking 
questions for understanding and really building that trust in a relationship, whether it's with a stranger or with somebody that you already know. So now we're going to talk a little bit more about maybe the reasons why we don't strike up conversations with people is because of our fear that we are just too different from them. They're not going to understand us. They're not going to relate to us. And in truth, we are all exactly the same. Totally. And we see that because we travel the world and we see how society is putting people in boxes, whether it's divide us by um, ethnicity, sexuality, religion, body type. Lifestyle choices. Lifestyle choices, age, the way we act, the way we look. And the more we different boxes we have, the more we actually realize, you know what? Forget about it. It's one big stew. We're all together yeah. in the same stew. Yeah. And people are still fighting that. Their box is what this world is all about. They're thinking, my box, where I belong to, is what the world makes makes the world go around. Yeah. And it's not true. I mean, you have to understand that people who are different are not a danger for you and are not different because of their you should fear them, but they're different because we want to see all different colors of the rainbow. I think that one of the fears that happen is when bad things happen to good people. We try and somehow put a box up, put a wall up and say, well, that that's them. I'm different than them. Mm. That won't happen to me. People like me, that doesn't happen to. I remember when uh, growing up, I used to feel like, you know, divorce was something that happened to me and that nobody else had those problems or that being poor was something that happened to me, but that nobody else had those problems or a dysfunctional family or whatever it may be. And then I remember at one point, the families that I thought were so perfectly glued together weren't. And it didn't, it didn't make me sad. It made me realize you know what? Everybody is just really trying to do their best and everybody has their problems. Every family has their problems. And that is just because we are humans with different interactions and different characteristics, different personalities. Mm. And the more we try and say, oh, well, this is like me. That's not like them. The less we're going to be able to relate to people. But that only goes against us. We actually have so much more in common with people than we may think. Totally. One thing, I'm just thinking about something. I truly believe that falling in love is the same for everybody in the world. Yeah. Very it doesn't true. matter what an amazing person or what a bad person. Because now I'm thinking of, because we sometimes see documentaries, and I just saw a documentary about dictators on National Geo- Geographic. I mean, it's... Depressing. Depressing. But then you see that there is a moment where they fall and I go like, wow, yeah. it doesn't matter who you are. Falling in love is some bit, something that everybody feels the same as almost pain or losing somebody you love, you know, break somebody's leg. The pain is the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, make somebody fall in love. Same thing. I kind of, I love those dog movies. 
I mean, any dog movie, like A Dog's Purpose, Marley and Me, universally, people can relate to that love that they have for their dog. <laughs> it's so basic. Totally, totally. But it's that same type of mentality. Like, yeah. regardless of what we look like, where we are from, we go through the same emotions. The situations look different. You know, here we are, we're in Korea. And we're walking around and we're kind of forgetting that we look so different. Mm. You know, you're 6'4", yeah. tall Belgian guy. I'm the, probably the tallest person in Korea right now. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. And all of a sudden people start looking at us and looking at you. And it's like, like yeah, oh yeah, we different. forgot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. We forgot that we're looking different. We yeah. forgot that we're like such a minority mm -hmm. here right now. Mm -hmm. Because we really look at people as people and there are people who are nice people who are friendly people who are yeah, cold yeah, people yeah, who are yeah. awful to you yeah and we just treat them all the same on a very neutral level yeah and then we build from there yeah oh i know my alarm clock do 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 here comes the sun i say it's all right high five for that you sounded good i did uh-huh you did a day a little bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> sorry. We have a a drill that we've done many times working with big groups of people to try and break down the barriers that we have put up between us. Mm. And it's called cross the line. And yeah. it's something maybe you've done a similar yeah. drill like this in a work party or a family gathering, whatever it may be. Yeah. But it really helps you. It's very powerful. Very, very powerful. powerful. So it's like when we used to teach up for big groups over 300, 400 people. So what we did, we have a big room and we make them all walk to one side, to the left side of the room. We put a line in the center of the room and we say, we ask the question. And if the answer for you to that question is a yes, you cross that line. And then people think, oh, it's just me. Yeah. Or, oh, my, my answer is yes, and it's going to be, I'm going to be the only one. You know, I remember when we got the diagnosis from my dad of brain oh, yeah, cancer. yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was the only person who'd ever gone through that. I mean, I yeah. really felt alone in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I remember going to my Zumba class, and somebody came up to me and told me that they, their sister had a GBM, which is the type of brain tumor, cancerous tumor that my dad had. And then people reached out to me on Facebook and yeah. on Instagram and people that I knew. And I really, I had never known anybody yeah. to have this before. Yeah. And I realized even if it wasn't the exact same thing as brain cancer, so many people have suffered that feeling of loss, that feeling of fear, that feeling mm. of sadness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it made me just really feel not so alone. So no. sorry, back to across the line. No, I, I get that. I mean, it's like the story you say when you lost your dad and you're in your car and you go like, and all these people here in the oh, shop yeah. just continuing. They don't know what I'm going through. And yeah. it's the same thing. I mean, I lost both my parents and you have to experience that twice. And you go like, okay, who else? Yeah. Nobody except for my sister can feel the way I do. And then I realized there are other people who came up to me and said, I know exactly yeah. how you feel. At that moment, you don't want to hear it. 
Totally. Because you're like, no, you don't know how I feel. You want to stay in your misery yeah, for a bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and you want them to understand how much pain you have. So don't come and tell me that you know how I feel or you know exactly what it's like because... And then you realize, well, no, maybe they do. Yeah, maybe that's good yeah. Good advice. The brain surgeon, when he came into the room, and it was me, my dad's wife, Julie, my brother, Lee. My dad was still recovering from surgery. He hadn't woken up yet. And he comes and he tells us it's cancerous. And yeah. he was very, like, medicinal, no emotion. And he said, I'll give you two weeks to be sad about this. And then that is, then you need to move on. You need to move forward. And I was so offended. Like, I'm sorry, but who the hell do you think you are to tell me how long I should suffer? This is my pain. You don't know what my relationship is with my dad. You don't know how my dad has been to me as a father, as a hero. And it was true. He was yeah, right. Yeah. And he had already gone through it. And he was on the other. He didn't. He just seen so many families who had suffered and who had let that pain destroy them and turn them ugly from the yeah, inside yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So here he is offering good advice at the moment. I didn't want to hear it. Yeah. I really should find him and thank him for that because it actually was true. The best advice at that moment that I that I could have received. Yeah, but you don't want to hear it at that moment, no. of course, because you go like, no, I am unique now in the world that has to go through this. But he's seen, t- told this story. <coughs> yeah, many Sorry, times. Many times. So he looks at it at like, mm, there's a lot of people who know how you feel and yeah. I know what you should do. This is what you should do. But at that moment, you don't want to hear it. It's like he when he would lead that drill, cross the line he would be the one okay everybody that lost somebody in your life with cancer yeah and at that moment you're in that group with 300 people you go like oh my god i'm crossing the line just by myself and then you realize there's like half the group half the group yeah is crossing that line yeah and then you still want to say no but mine is mine different. is different mine is Mine's more really, important yeah and then you realize that half of that group is actually people who half of not the half of the whole group, but then people who cross the line. Yeah. And then you ask who is actually a cancer survivor. I mean, that's powerful. Then oh, you yeah. see like 20 people crossing the line and you just, and you go tears like, are yeah. flowing. You just, and you go, Oh my God. Yeah. Me and my misery thinking I'm the center of the world. You realize how many people are equal doesn't matter if we're in Korea. We do that drill. Same yep. answers. The same reaction yep. will happen. Same reaction will happen. It's so powerful to know that it's a it's a weird kind of double-edged sword because you feel like it's important to know you're unique and you have your own unique gift to give the world. But at the same time, you have to realize that the emotions that you feel are the same as everybody else. And in that, there is a lot of power. There is a lot of strength that you can draw upon from other people if you allow them to share their experience and for you to take that knowledge and let it impact your life. Yeah. 
I mean, don't we just love doing a podcast with a mirror in front of us that we can kind of just <laughs> look at ourselves a little bit yeah. and stuff like that. Look at those people so, recording a podcast. So this is the whole idea about this podcast is that we want to show you how you can change things in your life and that you're in the driver's seat and that you are very unique, but yet very the same. And stories like that, we know that you there at home listening to this podcast, you have similar stories like yeah. this and how do you deal with it and do you think that you're alone in the world can you communicate with other people tell them how you feel and and uh, communication again communication communication is so important yeah because i'm just thinking about what what happened to you with your dad having cancer what if you end up in a family or a relationship or with friends that you cannot talk about it Oh, and it's be... just, yeah. And they don't know how to talk yeah. to you about it because that could be something that they mm, tap, tap, tap. You'll be okay. Don't worry totally. about it. And you go like, no, I, w- I want to express this. And yeah. So I, you brought up, but that's a very interesting point. And I think it's a very, it's a, a pain point for a lot of people is when they're going through something People don't know how to come up to you and talk to you about it. And then what happens is you get offended. Like, oh, nobody will come and talk to me. I have friends, for example, who've had maybe miscarriages. And they don't open up about it. So people don't know how to come to them. And then they feel very, very alone. And people don't know what to say. So they don't say anything. And then if you're not talking about it, what you're doing is assuming that the lack of communication is the lack of caring exactly and it's not it's just not knowing what to say no no so what would be let me tell you what i remember when my mom passed away i was 19 19 that's young that's so young my mom was 47 which is me in three years you in four years no, I'm 44. Not yet. Well, in, in, <laughs> in kind of four weeks. Yeah, that's true. In five true. weeks. That's true. But my sister is 44. So my sister says, oh, my God. When my mom passed away, we thought, okay, she died young, yet an adult that had a life. And now I realize, oh, my God, my mom died so young. So I mean, it's me. Young. What if? In three years, I, that's like a kid. It, yeah. Now I feel like yeah, my mom died, died. In the middle of her life. Totally. And I remember we had the funeral and it was in the cathedral in Bruges and it was magnificent. And I knew what I was feeling. And I was a young boy and I knew how my sister was feeling. And all these people at the end of the funeral come and shake your hands. And I was like... Oh my God, how do I let them know what I feel? Because I felt like they're coming to check. Like, Are you okay? No, almost like, like, am I feeling... Um, Are you sad enough? Sad enough. Yeah, isn't that interesting? It's coming, it's coming. They, wanted, like, they yeah. wanted to like measure your yeah, sorrow. Yeah, yeah. And there were moments where I was almost faking more my grief yeah and while i was actually thinking get me out of here yeah 
I want to go home, be by myself and go through this with my sister and just not, not while shaking the yeah, hands of all these yeah. people. So I was thinking, and I remember that my father had a niece. That daughter is my grandniece. How do you say yeah. that? So my grandparents, brother and sister, their kids, their kids. Oh, uh, second cousin. Second cousin. That's how they call it. Yeah. So. Is it the same cousin that was at your birthday party in Bruges? Um. You had a very specific yeah, cousin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she was there. Yeah. Because yeah. she was like. Take care of him. You're yeah. the, you're the one who sees him the most, more than we do in yeah, Bruges. You yeah, know, yeah, she seemed yeah, very yeah. connected to you. Yeah. And everybody, oh, I'm so sorry, shaking hands. And she came up to me, and she, I, I, I don't know what she did. If she shook my hand or hands or shoulder, but I remember what she said, and it was actually very simple. She didn't say I'm sorry. She says, "Call me." Yeah. Call me when you need me. Come to my house, okay? It's. I'm there. Call me. Almost like, I'm not going to say you'll be fine or you're okay. It's almost like you lost your mom and I'm there for you, but not in a way like it's forced to say. It was yeah. very sincere. Yeah. And I was thinking, it's not really the message. It was the fact that I knew that what she said was really yeah. sincere. It was really something that she said, okay. From her heart. Yeah. From her heart. So I think even if you don't know what to say, just saying that. Something. Or even that. I don't know what to say, but yeah. I'll just be, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. And the rest of the night, you don't want to talk about it, but you know that they acknowledge it. Yeah. Just imagine. I mean, after just the funeral. Just validating yeah. that emotion. And like they, this, I yeah. can imagine this is yeah. so hard. Yeah. And they come in the room and they say, I I don't know what to say, but just letting you know I'm here for you the whole night. Yeah. You know that they think about it. Yeah. And they, you don't have to doubt. Um, are they really realizing what I'm going through? Yeah. Just telling them, I know what you're going through. You don't have to talk about it, but I'm here is enough. Yeah. It's so interesting when you're going through grief, it's, there's just kind of this, like sweet spot of yeah. communication. Just, Hey, I'm here. Yeah. It's not overbearing. Yeah. I understand you're going through pain. Yeah. I remember my cousin, Brittany, she lives in California. And when my dad died, she was like, I'm feeling like, you know, it was almost like she felt bad because I wasn't getting back to her and she was reaching out. And I felt really bad because I didn't, I was so under a stack of, people reaching out to me oh, yeah. and she just said, I am here for you. I hope that, you know, I, I wish that what I was offering was enough. I feel like it could never be enough. Yeah, Let yeah, me know yeah, if I, if yeah. I can do anything. And I remember my friend Megan, she just dropped over like some diet drinks and yogurt covered pretzels. And it was yeah, just yeah, the, yeah, yeah. that simple thing of like, Hey, I'm here. Yeah. Or Let I, me know when yeah, you need me. Or I know what you're going through. Yeah. yeah just because grief is not always you want to hear. Or it's not what, wait, let me see if I can say it correct. When you go through grief, it's not always hearing the right message. Yeah. It's hearing that they understand that you're going through a grief. Yeah. That you, that they acknowledge, I can see the pain that you're in. I'm not here to say, tell you the correct words or what you need to hear, but I'm here to tell you that, 
okay, whatever you need, yeah. I am here for you. And I understand that you're going through this grief. Yeah. Instead of, mm, let me just go and do stuff with them and not talk about it and oh, just yeah. pretend that we're happy. No, you want them. Do you understand what I'm going through? And the yeah. moment they can explain you in a way that they understand what you're going through, it's like it's enough. Yeah, totally. And now you don't have to comfort me. I yep. just want you to understand it. Just acknowledge like, it. It's acknowledge like the it. elephant yeah. in the room. Yeah. And it's like, hey, I can imagine this is so hard. Yeah, yeah. What, you know, you want to go to a movie, you want to go yeah. to dinner, you yeah. want to do nothing. You know, I think that one of the best gifts that we can give ourselves is also to understand that people don't know what to do. Acknowledge that they're trying. Acknowledge that yeah, yeah. them not saying something is just them. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah it's and they just, just they way. don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we put we have these unmet expectations of how people should respond and should react. And something that I try and do as a parent is I tell Dane, he's my oldest. He's 14, almost 15. <gasps> I know. It's I mean he's depressing. driving a car next next year. Yeah. He's driving you to the airport next year. It's awful. He's driving his mom. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that wild? <laughs> I can't even handle it. He's just a boy yesterday. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's going to make me cry. It's just so weird. I keep trying to like take my hands on his shoulders and like smush him down. He's getting taller and taller every day. It's wild. Who's picking me up? Dana's picking you up on yeah. the airport. You go oh, like, gosh. My toddler. How are you driving a car? You're only three. Yeah, and I do my crazy pickup dance for my son. Oh, yeah. It'll happen. That is going to be the weirdest day of my life. I might need to go see a therapist. Therapy after that. Okay, what so are we what saying? I, what I tell him is I'm just very open. Like, Dane, I've never been a mom to a 14-year-old before. Just like you're learning how to be 14, I'm learning how to be a mom of a 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. We got to go through this together. I have no idea. I've never done yeah. this before. Yeah. And really just, I think that that says enough to him. Mm-hmm. Just me being open and acknowledging like, hey, we're going through this together. Help me understand you and understand me in turn that we're... We're both figuring this out. Yeah, I've never yeah. done this before. Yeah. And I think it opens up that line of communication where he feels like he can come and approach yeah, me yeah, about yeah. Like, something. You're not doing this correct. This is what I think you should do. And then yeah. you can still say, uh, no, no, that's not happening. <laughs> but it, it's true. I mean, communication is key. It's so, it is so important. There's and communication a great... is not always saying the correct thing. It's saying what you mean. Yep. And if it's not correct, then they will change it. But. So a whole episode, I think, should be dedicated to what's called an I statement. So last week, if you oh, haven't yeah. listened to last week's episode, go to it. Because questions for understanding, active listening, I statements. I statements is me telling Dane, I feel, you know, I've never gone through this. Help yeah. me understand. It takes the responsibility off of him. yeah. yeah. And puts it on me. When Brian and I argue, I try and say, I feel that when we're communicating about something that it's not working out, or I feel frustrated because of this, or I feel 
um, sad because of this, or I feel happy because of this. It's putting, it's making me take ownership of my emotions Mm. when we're communicating about something rather than me saying, Steve, you always this, or you never this, Mm -hmm. that would get us nowhere. If I say, Hey, I'm feeling, you know, overwhelmed or I'm feeling insecure or I'm feeling whatever it may be. Yeah. And that's what you do for me as well. You say, Hey, I'm not sure if I'm reading this right, but I'm feeling that this is something that we need to address. I do that? Yeah. You do a great job at that. You didn't even know. I didn't know. Maybe that's why we're getting along because from, <laughs> <coughs> from just even setting the same calls, <laughs> yeah. because from the beginning, we kind of had a good communication. Oh, yeah. We said from the beginning, oh, you're stuck with me. We better have a good <laughs> totally. communication. We're working through this. You know, oh, something yeah. that was really cool when I was in San Francisco with Emily, she was like, I have never seen two people, two friends take care of each other like you and Steve. It's on like next (laughs) level. You guys care about each other. You're a team. If you're going to get a drink, you're getting one for each other. It's just looking Um, out for each other. I mean, we go through security. You have fast track. I'm in line. The moment I get out of security, you're gone. I know you're in a shop buying (laughs) a drink. I said, I'll go get a sandwich for both of us. I know exactly what sandwich to buy. And we come back two minutes later. Here's a sandwich. Here a drink. Yeah. Follow me. When you start to really look out for the people who are looking out for you, yeah, life gets a whole lot sweeter. Yeah. Anyway, so um, we hope you enjoyed this episode because we kind of drifted off our subject a little bit. But still, I mean, it was very yeah. interesting to talk about because it's almost this podcast is almost therapy for us as well. Oh, yeah. Because we get to know things. Because, Having to express yeah, things helps to get out. Maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're listening to this podcast where you never listened to podcasts before. Well, guess what? This is the first time we record podcasts yeah. as well. So we're learning as you are listening. But what we do I like that. have done before is live events. Absolutely. So if you want to come and join a live event, please go to the website, thefunroad.com. Click on live events. We have a couple coming up. I don't know when you're listening to this, but check out the next dates. We had Canada and Ireland and Dubai, and we went to Texas, Bruges. I mean, we've been all over the world, and we might be Utah. We might be coming your way, so check that out. Yeah, and if you are interested in having the Fun Road event in your area, oh yeah, go you can ahead always and text send us, us or, an yeah. email and or DM us on our Instagram page. We have a, a private Instagram. Oh my gosh, I'm all of a sudden wixing my merds. <laughs> so we have an Instagram page, Cast and Save. You can message us there or on our other pages. Yeah, and go ahead and make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. Give us a nice little rating. Yeah, tell your friends about review. this podcast. Yeah, let us know what you're liking about the episodes and make sure you're sharing your fun hashtags on My Fun Road. That is so cool. I mean, if you can, go to our Instagram page, Cass and Steve, or you can even follow the hashtag My Fun Road and you see a lot of fun stuff. So if you I love it. It just makes me feel so happy. People are really breaking out of their shell and realizing that being yourself is exactly as you can be as exactly as you should be. Mm-hmm. And that is the moment that you really start living your best life. Exactly. So we'll see you in one of our life events or maybe the next webinar, our GPS system guided plan to success. Go and 
check that out online as well. And we'll see you next week. That's right. Or just press on the next episode. Exactly. Just keep on listening. Bye now. Bye.